Triple Anthems on Radio 3. New music, I see your ghost. Whoosh. Wow, we're in San Francisco, just like that. Hello, Matt, how are you? Hey, Phil, I'm great. How are you today? Fantastic. Chef Matt Dolan with us. Happy New Year. We haven't chatted for a little while. What's cooking? Apart from the obvious, you can get onto that in a minute. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> um, well, we're still in the middle of this global pandemic, and uh, Happy New Year to you. Um, and those of us here in San Francisco are just kind of, you know, cleaning our, our empty restaurants and hoping that we can reopen soon. So uh, are you, it's, it's, it's sine wave time, isn't it? I have no idea what the rules in America are. Uh, so right. did you have to close or what's the deal? It, but, yeah, we had to close and it's just takeaway. So my restaurant has a large outdoor patio massive, uh, on huge. its roof. Yeah. And that was wonderful. That it kind of helped us kind of get through um, the bulk of 2020. But um, no, it's all shut down now. And California has the reported highest level of cases. And, uh. you know, it's it's a it's a very sad reality. But, you know, we're we're pushing through and we're staying positive and 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 waiting for a better tomorrow. You know, that's the idea. so before all this kicked off, were you doing much takeaway anyway? Because obviously, never. Yeah, no, well, this is this. I don't, hopefully, I don't agree with it. Yeah, I hear you. But I yeah. mean, are you, would you consider if everything went back to normal, would you still do it? Because people really love taking it home. Or? No, 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 no. Is it the minute like, <laughs> I am, like, I'm, I'm such a, I'm such a difficult human being that that's a chef when thing. I, 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 it is a chef thing. It's like I want my food to be perfectly prepared on Got the it. plate and yeah, brought yeah, yeah. to you immediately that makes a lot um, of sense and that's why you're on the morning brew because you're quality with a k uh, <laughs> in good company hey guess what it is today in hong kong obviously we're a day ahead of you it's tell me it's american national hot sauce day and, oh my god i mean this is a part of the world where people really dig that kind of stuff and it doesn't have to be habanero ghost blow your head off i wondered if you could riff a bit on hot sauce and perhaps teach us how to make an easy one what do you reckon? Yes. And, and you know, in this country, there are two commercially produced brands, and, they both, and they're almost identical. And they both suck, um, you were going to say, aren't you? And they both do kind of suck, because they, they're very sweet, <laughs> yeah. and they're made with crappy ingredients. Yeah, yeah. But if you have your favorite chili pepper, like a jalapeno or a serrano or a, some red chili, that, some pepper that's hot, and... If you have time and you roast them in the oven, just toss them in some oil and salt and roast them in the oven. Right. And then in a separate pot, I like to use onions and garlic and ginger and just cook them out really slowly with a good amount of, of butter, really good butter, too. And then you add that. Uh, you add um, the roasted peppers to that once they're cooked through. What do you, so you mean? The chilies. So explain everything for us, <laughs> Luddites. So cooked through means what? Just really let it go for how long? Well, they're ish? soft. Everything's really soft. And okay. if they don't need to, it doesn't need to be perfect because you're going to add some liquid and then you're going to cook it like a sauce anyway. Got so yeah. to start it, I mean, again, it doesn't need to be perfect. It just cook down the onions and the ginger, maybe slowly, 30 minutes, just stirring, mm. stirring, stirring. Add in perhaps a deciliter or two of vinegar um, and then throw the peppers on top of that, cover it with water and then let it just cook down. And at the end, add in some more butter, yep. some lime, some lime juice and mm. some salt and pepper. And that's it. It does. It's really not more complicated than that. Yeah. I'm going to make it complicated now because I've got to ask you a couple more questions about this. So the yep. flavors that stick out for me are obviously ginger because that's going to yes. feed, feed the flame, isn't it? And uh, lime. That's a really interesting one. I suppose a lot of the more the Mexican sources are going to have uh, that in it. Um, well, I live I live in what used to be Mexico. Yeah, so, true. yes. 
it's, true, it's, true. it's lime is the thing. Okay, so let's talk about the peppers themselves. The information is all over the internet as to the scale. What is it, Schofield, Schofield scale or something? It's uh, yeah, or, I, yes. whatever. But yeah. the down the downside of that is that is that you can't follow it because it depends on how hot the growing climate is, ah. and the geology makes makes a difference as well. So, for example, I recently purchased a habanero pepper supposedly the third hottest pepper on the planet yeah. and it was it, it barely gave off any spice uh to to the dish wow. so it, 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 these things vary i think you just need to you need to just take a leap of faith when it comes to the peppers well you mentioned the jalapeno and that's the one that's conventionally known to have just the right amount of kick it features in so much stuff would you say that's a good place to start i would and if you're if you're concerned about it being too spicy before you roast them off you can always cut them in half lengthwise, yep. scoop out the seeds and those little white ribs that go that are on the inside. Yep. And if you're just left with the flesh, it's going to be a lot less spicy. Those seeds have a funny way of giving you uh, a little extra kick. It's funny. I'm always pulling his leg about come to Hong Kong, let's hang out. But, I mean, come to Asia because I don't know if you've – well, you must – places like Vietnam, the markets there. These pepper peppers in huge, great big sacks, they're crazy. I don't know if you've seen I can, that. I can only imagine. I, I'm dying to come your way one of these days to experience that. Yeah. I mean, that is what, I mean, where you are is wonderful markets and stuff like this. But there's nothing like going around a market in, I don't know, um, somewhere in Thailand or Vietnam. It just, you go, wow, I want to cook absolutely all of this. <laughs> I can imagine. Yes. One day. One Fantastic. Day before, before I'm too old. Right. Let's talk about the heat. The first, uh, I, I, I know I'm really dumbing everything down, but it's worth getting every little detail right for us. So you talk about the pepper itself. You said you cook it. Um, how does actual heat affect the spiciness of these things, or does it not change? Well, it doesn't really change that much. I mean, when they're raw, they're going to be a lot. They're, they're going to be a bit more intense. What I like about taking the seeds away and taking those white little ribs on the inside away is that that gets rid of the bitterness. <laughs> so yeah. you still have... You still have the heat, you have the flavor, but you have a more a, pu a purer flavor. Okay. Does that make sense? Does it, that make sense? It does. If you're going to cough, you might as well do it, but not in my ears. <laughs> no. Sorry. Excuse <laughs> me. I'm, I'm already caught. I'm just so excited. I'm already experiencing the heat. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to. Um, you feeling better now? No, I'm better. No, I'm sorry. It was, yeah. <laughs> I don't want you keep going down the wrong keeling road. over on Morning Brew. That would be good. Oh, it? my God. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm, your ratings would go through the roof. He yeah. died in the middle of the interview. Yeah, amazing. It wouldn't be the first time, I can assure you, I've died in an interview. <laughs> so, so anyway, like um, you talk about cooking this down beautifully, and then you said use really good butter. I'm assuming that means loads of fat and not really processed loads too much. Loads of fat, yeah. <laughs> one of these creamery-styled butters. Not something that you find in the local market. Not the cheap stuff. I, 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 butter brings its own flavor, and you want that. You want that sort of that rich buttery flavor in a in a good hot sauce. I think. Well, that is one bit of the supermarket, even here in Hong Kong, where there's tons to choose from. We've got these very hard French butters. Then you get your sort of kiwi stuff, and you get your English, I don't know, Dorset, Somerset ones, and they've all got different textures. If you get the really what you would call good stuff, is it rather soft, even though it might be chilled? Not necessarily. No, I mean. There's one. There's one that I, I've seen. You know, I, I when I lived in Europe, I and I saw it there, and I've seen it here in San Francisco. This Kerrygold Irish butter, it's not too expensive, and I don't work for them, by the way. I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, but I, 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 but it's really quite good, and it's hard, and it's it's a beautiful color, a beautiful flavor, just something of really good quality. You know, spend the extra money on the butter, 
because the the peppers the the peppers shouldn't shouldn't cost you very much money. A little bit of ginger, a little bit of onion, lemon juice, and salt, and you don't really need anything else. And that vinegar, that little bit of vinegar, like rice vinegar, I'm sure is is readily available. Oh, it's great too. And, and- it's great because it, rice vinegar it's dead cheap here, uh, and it's just the right amount of whatever that word is for the strength of vinegar. It's just but really no, you're good, right. really good for cooking. It's, yeah, it's perfect. No, I love it. I use I use it regularly. So the rice vinegar and the peppers, um, they're roasted. You, get, you, you remove the skins because they can be bitter. You remove the ribs. You remove the seeds. And then you just puree it. You know, you just puree oh. it in some kind of a blender if you have a blender at home. Yeah. If you don't get one. Um, yeah, I was going to ask it. you about that because you talk about cooking everything down, et cetera, et cetera, and you didn't yet bring in the thing about squishing it. I suppose it's yeah, up to you it, how much text you want in your sauce or, or should it be really smooth? I, I think it should be pretty smooth. I mean, I, I like it. I like it very smooth because then you can use it for a number of different applications. Right. It could be a dipping sauce. It can be something. You know, I live. I live in the land of fish tacos, so it could be drizzled over your taco. It could be something you, if you have dim sum, it even works with that. You know, you can just dip. It's it, it's great. As long as it has to be sl- slightly thick. You know. What's the really I famous so. one that's in the squishy bottle? I can't never pronounce the name. Oh, the sriracha? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a really cool go-to hot sauce for pretty much anything, I think. It is. Do you know, do you know the story behind it? Because it's, it's the biggest ruse Go for in, it. All of the, in the world of hot sauces. Go on. So everyone in this – well, in my, in my little backwards country, everybody thinks that it's an actual – an authentic Thai sauce. It was actually invented in California. <laughs> I knew you were going to say something like that. No, it's true. The story of sriracha is true. People from Thailand are like, "Will you people stop calling? We didn't do this." You know, it's good. It's it's a little sweet for my taste, hmm. but um, I just think it's really funny that they uh, whoever this this um, Thai American guy was that invented it, he has us all fooled. Did I did I? I had a similar story, and I've probably said it loads of times on the air, but it never it tickles me. I met the guy that did the branding. F- for Malibu, the swanky booze, right? Oh, the uh, rum. Whatever the it is, I don't rum. even know. It. And it's got the label with umbrellas and all that stuff on it. Anyway, yes. he told me <laughs> that the word got out that it was actually made in Essex, in, in, you know, in England, <laughs> no. Essex. Right? Um, stolen Malibu. So anyway, they had to actually move their factory to Malibu because they got bubbled. And uh, that's hilarious. It's similar, right? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> anyway, let's get, back, let's get back on track. I wanted you to explain. All to right. Us. Yeah. Can you just recap everything? Because if anybody wants to make this stuff, it's quite easy, right, Matt? Yes, okay. it is. It is. And I mean, it could be equal parts. I mean, for example, if I were to write a recipe for it right now, I would have 200 grams of peppers. I would have 50 grams of chopped onions. 25 grams of chopped ginger, fresh ginger, right. um, and and I would have 15 grams of chopped fresh garlic, and I'd cook everything in butter slowly, <laughs> the way you and then I it. would add in my roasted peppers, <laughs> yeah. and then I would add in some water and the vinegar, and I'd let it just cook down, and then when I was done pureeing it, I would add salt and, and the lime juice just to make sure that it was bright and fiery and... And it's as simple as that. It sounds you know? amazing. So somebody's just um, sent me a message. So this is Steve. He said, what does Matt call the hot sauce? What does he recommend using it with? I, I think he means, is it a particular type of hot sauce? Or is this just your recipe, right? No, this is just, yeah, this is, this is, uh, this is just my recipe. Um, I, I, I recommend using it, um, I recommend using it with, with pretty much anything. Um, you know, it's great with grilled fish. 
It's great with chicken and pork. I mean, it's really it kind of it's a universally applicable sauce. It, yeah. it really just if you like something spicy, this is a very neutral way to go. Okay, he says he said I'd love to make my own habanero, and Steve obviously is in Hong Kong. He said he didn't think it had ginger in it, but you know, I guess it does now. Well, why not? Why yeah, not? Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what would you recommend about ginger? It's very much an acquired taste, uh, and I know that in Chinese cooking they get it just right. Right. No, and, I, and because and because you know a guy, an Irish American from New York, living in California, and ginger is one of my favorite things. I probably, I probably, I think I would offend most people in Hong Kong with the way that I use ginger because I use too much of it. I love it. Yeah. yeah. So you know, I guess maybe in sort of the Hong Kong cooking scene, you would show a little bit more restraint than I do, but. I don't yeah, know. You know, in the Hong Kong in, in the Hong Kong cooking scene, you see you see you know the guys with the great big woks and this and the massive burners, and they seem to just go bang bang splash splash splash. But each one of those bang bang splashes is perfect amount of whatever they're chucking yeah. in the food. <laughs> I yet I can't I can't even comment on that at all because I don't I don't know. I mean, I had two weeks of uh, Chinese uh, cooking in in culinary school back in the in the mid nineties. And that's it. And and so so if I if I even attempt this cuisine, it's it's already uh, offensive to most people uh, from the continent of Asia. So no, I but I think I think the the, the really important part is just if you want a ton of ginger, go for it. If you want yeah. it really spicy, add more peppers. It's really up to you. I mean, there's no there aren't any rules. It's about what do you like. And then when you make it and you puree it, and you're just like, okay, this is too much. This has too much ginger. You can add a little bit more butter or water or whatever you need to just kind of thin it out. I suppose the thing, as with most of these things, is it's always easier to add more than very often impossible to take off the gas, isn't it? Correct. You can always add, but you can't take away. So that's right. All right. I'm going to let you get on with it. What are you doing tonight? Just doing chores and stuff, seeing as you're closed? No, I'm well, yeah, we're tidying up the restaurant. Um, I'm enjoying the fact that my uh, that this 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 my 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 side of the Pacific is uh, things have calmed down a little bit and um, this election we have is over. Oh, yeah, I meant so to I'm ask you be... about that. You haven't ranted, so that's cool. So you're happy. All no, the... I'm All... done ranting. I'm done ranting. Look, <laughs> you know, the, 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 uh, as they many people call him the orange one or the Cheeto, he was not my favorite. I've got that. But he is, yep, yep. he's gone. He's gone. Listen, um, you don't know this. You guys like this, you you got to be touching wood and crossing fingers when you say stuff like that. Well, I know. So he, he, he theoretically, he's gone. Um, but I, I, I'm sure there's, there are more theatrics on the way. I just hope, I just hope that the U S can, can get back to, uh, being more a member of the global community and less of a reality TV show. I really hope that's what Joe's been saying. I mean, is that a pretty key message do you think to all of your friends? Yes. And I think that is, that is, that is, um, I believe him, you know, and he's, He's a career politician. I think he knows that the job requires an element of realizing your place on the planet. And I think after the past four years, you'd probably believe Pinocchio right now. I do, actually. You know what I, mean? and I believe in unicorns. <laughs> I also believe in unicorns. Take care, Matt. So, Lovely talking to you as always. I'll, ca- right, I'll catch you in a couple of weeks. Bye-bye for now. I can't wait. Yay. All right, take care. Thanks, take care. Though. Bye-bye. That's Chef Matt Dolan all the way from 25 Lusk in San Francisco.